Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Everyone, to stoppage time. This is our official week one of the season podcast. Glad that you're here with us. Uh, I'm Drew Hooper and Peter Green's here with me. Peter, what are we hopping into today? We actually have two games to talk about, two matches, both exhibition matches, but we'll also have two uh regular season matches that we'll introduce you to that are coming up so i'm excited about that but it's good to talk about soccer again auburn traveled to clemson last week to take on the clemson tigers uh after a two-hour rain delay uh you know that's really familiar to us drew i think auburn's got the record on rain delays we've had so many in the last two years we've been doing the show where they've had multiple hour rain delays yeah i mean for sure and just adding insult to injury, the fact that it had to be in Clemson. We we mentioned last week that just how much we, we hate seeing Auburn in all sports, um, either playing Clemson to open a season or playing against them at some point during the season. And the fact that we ha- we played an awkward three-quarter game and then we had to sit there for two and a half hours or so to wait to play those games uh, just kind of seemed an insult to injury to start off the season. I love your hatred for Clemson. I, I share with it. I mean, we just play them so often in every sport. I think I think every Auburn fan's got Clemson fatigue. I definitely have it too. But uh, I just love your hatred for Clemson. Especially, It's kind of hard not to have Clemson fatigue, especially when they just added Tiger Walk too. I mean, how much can someone want to emulate you by just ripping off everything that you do? Often imitated, never duplicated. But we played three 30-minute periods. We ended in a 2-2 draw in final time. Uh, Treva Acock scored both goals. And by the way, I might have been saying her name wrong last week. I just discovered this week, uh, if you go on the Auburn Tigers website in their sports section, they have really revamped the site. It looks really good. Uh, But one of the things I noticed this week, finally, is that if you click, if you go to the roster and you click on the little earmark, they'll say their names. Each of the girls say their names and where they're from. And, you know, last week we struggled, struggled with Stella. I pronounced it Stella Kiss. It's actually Stella Kiss. Kiss. I might be saying it wrong again. Uh, <laughs> and, and where she's from. And all we had to do was there is go and click on that year. I don't know if that's been there for the last two years while we've been butchering names or they just got tired of hearing us butcher names. But they finally offered that for us, Drew. Yeah, uh, for sure. Like right before we started off the show, I was sitting there listening to the players pronounce their own names because uh, obviously they do it correctly and where they're from. And it sounded a lot better than what we were doing last week. Uh, we sounded like a bunch of jamokes doing that last week. Well, I promise that this year we're going to do a lot better job and try and pronounce names right. We're going to try not to butcher their names. And if you added that feature just because of stoppage time, first of all, we're sorry. And uh, second of all, thank you, because that really does help us a lot. But Treva Acock scored both goals in that match. Uh, she's our Furman transfer that just came in this year. Uh, we saw assists by Rocio Sanders and Bree Folds. Uh, Rocio Sanders actually had two assists in this match. 
Um, Clemson scored off a defensive miscue, Drew. Uh, it was actually a header off a set piece. One of the things we talked about during our recruiting show and coming into this season is we were kind of excited to get more height on that back line and, and having a little bit of a taller team because we were getting beaten in the air a lot because we had such a short team. And here we, we kind of see a defensive miscue and we see us getting scored off a header off a set piece. Uh, do you have any takeaways on that, Drew? Yeah, I mean, you obviously hate to give up set piece goals. I mean, off of the World Cup, we actually just got to saw we saw England like really make their money uh, off of set pieces, off of corners, off of free kicks. Um, you hate to see giving up such easy goals like that, um, especially on those giveaways. But ultimately, I think we kind of got to echo what Coach Hoppe said in one of her post game interviews. Uh, really, they've been only at this for a week together. She's playing every girl out there. It's hard to kind of get some cohesiveness. It's hard to kind of get um, just that unit working like a well-oiled machine whenever you're subbing in, subbing out, rotating players here and there, and especially with the rain delay, first game of the season. Yeah, you don't want to see a set-piece goal, but ultimately I don't think you're tore up about it because overall the defense, like a – as a unit played wonderful in both exhibition games, I think. Yeah. It's easy to, I mean, it's an exhibition match. It's easy to, you know, we don't have anything to go on right now. Uh, it wasn't even televised. Uh, so you're kind of scraping stuff together and it'd be easy to go like half cocked and, and say, this is terrible. But honestly, in my opinion, I thought this was a good draw on the road. And we talked about, or I talked about last week, one of the keys I felt for this team was just to have a better road performance and, and show up. And, uh, I don't think you can look at this as a as a bad draw. You you know we see a tie on the road, a loss on the road here, a, a, a draw, and you say oh no we're going to repeat last year. But I don't see that because Clemson is a tournament team from last year. This is a good team, uh, and so to go on the road, like you said, talk about that rain delay, that two hour rain delay, and still come out with a draw, and you know with two goals, not even a one goal draw. It was a two uh, two goal draw. Yeah, for sure, and especially. I think, like you mentioned, on the road, Clemson starting off the season, rain delay, awkward like game play with the three 30-minute halves. I st- I'm, I'm hung up on that. You may hear me mention that a lot because I, I guess I'm a little uh, hurt over it because I can't figure out why we did that. It just seems like a weird setup. Um, but ultimately, I think we, we go back to the old uh, English Premier League adage, can you get it done on a cold, rainy night in Stoke? Ultimately, can you get it done on a cold, rainy night in Clemson, South Carolina? And I think the girls got it done pretty well um, under the circumstances. Yeah, I thought that was probably the most encouraging exhibition match, even though it was a draw for us to travel and to come out with a draw against Clemson. I thought probably that was our best performance of the weekend, even though we we'll talk about it in just a second. We had a win against Kennesaw State. Maybe part of that, and we have to talk about uniforms for the sake of Clint Richardson. He's our uniform database guy, also contributor on the EDC network. Uh, he pointed out that Clemson was wearing little like t-shirts. I don't, I don't know if they were Jersey shirts or Jersey, what do you call them? Jersey shirts, uh, shirtsies, or I don't know, but it looked like they were wearing t-shirts and our team was here, you know, in our full kit, uh, decked out on a business trip, ready to play. And I think they proved it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we look good, still find the new uniform set up a little awkward, uh, shout out to Clint. Uh, I think we sort of agree on that. Definitely last year's were better. But yeah, Clemson in the in the shirt jersey, jersey, jerk, whatever we want to call it. Um, yeah, definitely looked weird. Uh, got our got our business taken care of, I think. Um, yeah, hopefully that's the last time we have to talk about uniforms. That's not my cup of tea. I'm no Clint Richardson. 
Hopefully that's the last time we get to talk about Clemson. I'm going to move on to the Kennesaw State match. We returned home on Saturday. It was actually on Fan Day, and we got a 3-1 win at home on Fan Day against Kennesaw State. Uh, Auburn dominated possession in the match. Uh, we had goals from Savannah Poulter, Angeline Daly, and Abby Meadows. Um, one thing I noticed over the, these two exhibition matches, you know, what you can and can't take from it, what we can take from it is, we saw goals by a lot of quote-unquote new Tigers. Uh, this was Savannah Poulter's first career goal. I mean, she isn't a new to the team, but this was her a new new uh, experience for her is getting a goal for the Tigers. Uh, Angeline Daly is a redshirt freshman and early enrollee. Uh, she got a goal. Treva Acock had two goals. She's our brand new Furman transfer. Uh, Nabby Meadows is not a name that we said a lot last year, the last couple of years, and uh, she got a goal as well. So it's, you know, we have the usual suspects from last year, Bree Foles, we talked about a lot, uh, Rocio Sanders, we you know, uh, but these are a lot of names we've never said before or we've not said a lot. And we're seeing these goals spread out among a lot of these uh, early enrollees, these uh, incoming uh, new players and veterans on the team that have not scored goals anymore. Is that encouraging to you? What do you see in that, Drew? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's real encouraging, especially to go out and get a 3-1 win, score two goals against Clemson as well. Uh, that's a really good defense that they played there. Uh, I think it's super encouraging because I think our biggest question going into this season was who's going to get the goals. Uh, obviously, Bree Folds was a name we suspected. Rocio Sanders was uh, in the mix to get some of those as well. But yeah, this is super encouraging. Kristen Dotson uh, carried the load last year and really shared the load with the Ramsier sisters and a couple others the year before. So really, we're looking for, for someone to step up to the plate. And ultimately, I think that's super encouraging for Coach Hoppe to, to see these girls showing out against Kennesaw State. You mentioned Brie Folds, and we talked about her in the Clemson match. She had an assist on the one of Treva Acock's goals, but she also had the assist here on Poulter's goal as well. So over the weekend, she had at least two assists. And, you know, we talked about our veterans, and she is one of our veterans, and she is, the, you know, one of the ones I named that I really think needs to have a breakout season this year as, as a goal scorer, as, uh, as an offensive mind this year. But here we see her with the assist, and kind of what it reminded me of, and again, this is early on, this is two exhibition matches, but I do feel like we're going to see more of this, is uh, kind of the shades of Brooke Ramsier. You know, Brooke Ramsier kind of ran the, the midfield but she was also that facilitator you know she she had many she had a lot of assists uh, but not only did she have assists that she could score goals as well we saw that a lot from Brooke Ramsier and I don't think that Brie Falls is just going to be the assist you know just an assist leader this season I think we're gonna see a lot of offense from her a lot of goals but I just kind of see that in her that Brooke Ramsier that facilitator slash goal scorer and I expect to see more of that from her this season what do you think Drew? Yeah, uh, I think uh, obviously her like-for-like -like comparison should probably be uh, Auburn Messi. She is small in stature, but makes the whole team run. And I think she's definitely one of our, our best players. Obviously, we've seen flashes of it where since she started as a true freshman two years ago and how she's grown since then. Her United States uh, under-23 team experience, she's just been wonderful. Uh, played out of her mind at times really scored some spectacular goals. And I think, yeah, we're going to see her scoring goals, but I think she's going to even, she's going to take bigger steps in being a, distri a distributor um, this year. Wow, I struggle with that word. Um, welcome to stoppage time where we can't pronounce anything or speak the English language very well. Well, uh, I guess they're going to have to put a full dictionary on the website for us. One of the questions we asked last 
week on the uh, the preview show, I think we saw answered this week. You know, I asked last week, do you think we're going to see all three goalkeepers play? And we actually saw all three goalkeepers play in the match against Kennesaw State. Sophie Millich and uh, Megan Ramby also played along with Sarah LeBeau. Uh, and then we saw a heavy rotation. You mentioned this before we talked. We start the show is 22 we had 22 players in the Kennesaw State game coming out into that match and get minutes and get playing time so we definitely saw heavy rotation we're not gonna see as heavy a rotation I think as we get into the season but what do you think about these girls playing goalkeeper going forward in addition to Sarah Lebeau have you changed your opinion from last week do you think we'll see them more this this uh coming season no opinions not changed feel like Sarah Lebeau's captain leader in between the pipes week in week out uh, I really don't see any change in that. Obviously, Coach Hopp is going to give other people some experience during these exhibition games and maybe some of the, the games we, we may have wrapped up down the road. But I think, obviously, um, Sarah LeBeau is going to get the lion's share of the minutes. She's earned it. She's proven herself. Uh, she's one of the top goalkeepers in the SEC, if not the nation. Definitely going forward, I, I, I'd be hard-pressed for Coach Hopp to find a reason to take her out unless – injury or we're up by 7,000 goals. I'm not sure who the, in the Kennesaw State match was against, uh, obviously one of these three ladies, but it doesn't really matter because the defense plays as a unit, so uh, it's ultimately against the whole defense. Um, but the good news is we actually have regular season starting this week. We start before any other sport. Auburn soccer is number one, uh, and Thursday night we start off our regular season. Yeah, we, we start off against Sanford this week. Um, foe that we know really well in most sports. Uh, just really a school that I think Auburn has very close ties with, enjoys. Um, always see them on the schedule in, in a lot of sports. But yeah, they're always a tough team, always a always a hard team to face. Going to visit them in Birmingham. They weren't a tournament team last year, but did well in the SOCON conference. I, I think this is going to be a good opening test for Auburn. Like I said, strong team, always plays them hard. They opened up their season with an exhibition game in Murray or at Murray State, uh, which is actually really close to where I grew up, uh, a school I attended for a little bit. Uh, so definitely uh, th- that was that was a good opponent for them to open up with, open up with a 2-1 win. Uh, yeah, so I think Sanford's going to play us hard. Peter, what do you think about that game? You know, Sanford's a hard-nosed team. You don't think so just because the name Sanford and we think about maybe football, but they are a hard-nosed team. I believe if you might – I don't know if you remember or correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe two years ago when we played them, I think it was a double overtime match that we played them. We we actually – we got the win, I believe, but it was a tough match. Was it double overtime? Um, Yeah. No, it was a 4-3 victory. It was a shootout. Our double overtime win was South Alabama, one of those other Alabama schools that we always get confused with. Um, but that was a tough game back then. Uh, like it, like we said, Sanford always um, comes at you hard, and we have to go visit them. Uh, we always end up playing them on the road somehow. But, yeah, this is this is actually going to be a televised game of sorts, a uh, live stream game. ESPN Plus, the new platform that ESPN rolled out, you'll be able to see it there if you're subscribed to that, Four ninety nine a month. But if you're – you don't feel like paying for it, want to watch the game, um, there's a seven-day free trials. Definitely check that out. Um, that'll be 7 p.m. on Thursday. We also will come back home to to face a tournament team from last year in the University of South Florida. Uh, what do you think about coming home and playing South Florida? They're a tournament team from last year, Peter. They've had two exhibition games, and they're currently playing one as we record this right now. 
They tied South Carolina in Columbia, which is a, a very good team in the SEC, very good team year in and year out. Uh, what do you think about playing the South Florida team at home on Sunday? Well, first, I'm going to be interested in that Sanford game because it's on the road. And again, I said one of my keys to this team this season is how we do on the road. This is a regular season game on the road. we got to travel to Birmingham. And I really think that's going to uh, pull Voltus into this USF match. So I think it's really important to get our win there. And then come back, and like you said, this is a tournament team. They drew South Carolina in Columbia. South Carolina is a great team. They did uh, lose their best player to the, the pros. She's no longer there, but I think South Carolina is still going to be a great team this year. They had girls behind her that were really good. And for USF to travel there and tie them, it's kind of like us going to Clemson and, and drawing them there. So I kind of look at those two matches equally, and th- this could be a really tough match for Auburn. Yeah, I think so. I think. I think this is going to be a game that Auburn's going to get tested with. I think Coach Hoppe's going to find out a lot about her team over these next two games and what team we'll probably see going forward. Uh, I think we'll have some people rise to the top and obviously some people um, who will be more key role players than starters. But I, I think this is a good two first matchups and uh, definitely have a couple of hard matchups at, right after that and a couple of long road trips. So excited to see what happens this season so peter what you feel confident about sanford and south florida or a little more nervous or how are we feeling about those well if i'm gonna make a prediction i'm gonna expect a prediction back from you but uh i'm not gonna count auburn out i think we're gonna go on the road i think we're gonna start off our season really strong with a win at sanford i think we're gonna come back i think we're gonna play some hard-nosed soccer at home and uh get another win maybe a 2-1 win at home against usf yeah, for sure. I, I think I think we come out of the weekend with two wins. Uh, like you said, never want to count Auburn out. I'm encouraged by what we saw in the exhibition games. I think I think this team is, is going to do well. There's actually no preseason weight of a ranking on them this year as we've had the past two years. So really this Auburn team, um, like most Auburn teams, can play free, underdog role, just go out and win games. And I think I think we're in a good spot, especially with the young team, to go out and do that this year we're going to need these non-conference games because once the conference rolls around we mentioned it last week we're going to have five sec teams of our 10 that we're going to play that were sec tournament teams last year and so we're going to need these wins early because we're going to have a really tough conference schedule coming up yeah for sure um so don't know about where you can catch the south florida game it may be on espn plus streaming service Hasn't been released yet. Don't know if that's going to be on SEC Network Plus or anything like that either. I'm still waiting on those stats. Definitely follow Auburn Soccer on Twitter and keep up with that. Or you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Drew underscore Hoop 02. And you can follow Peter. Where at? Good sir. At Seminary Sugar Daddy. S-E-M-I-N-A-R-Y-S-G-R-D-A-D-Y. Guys, we also can't spell. You heard Peter had to pause there for a second. Um, Stoppage time is going to be a struggle apparently this year. We can't speak, we can't pronounce, and we can't spell um, things in front of us. So always a fun journey when when we get to go down this road. Uh, Excited to be with you just kicking off this season. Excited to get some soccer this week. So that's all we got for you as far as stoppage time goes this week. Until next week, War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for listening to this episode of Stoppage Time covering Auburn Soccer's exhibition games. Now we want to hear from you, the listener. Here's your question for the week. We want to know from you, do you think 
one or other of the other two goaltenders other than Sarah LeBeau will get more playing time behind her. Let us know in the comment section on the website for this episode. We would love to hear from you. Also, as a reminder, we have a big sale going on on TeePublic for our E2C Network account where you can get some really cool and very soft t-shirts with the E2C Network logo. And honestly, you can use that on any type of merchandise there. If you're interested in that 30% off $14 tees, go and check it out at TeePublic.com, E2C Network. And as you leave us today, a couple of other reminders. Make sure you're visiting E2Cnetwork.com for all your podcast, blog needs, and any other ways to help support the show. You can download all podcasts on SoundCloud, Google Play, and iTunes and give us reviews there as well. Make sure you join in on our Facebook group where you can be a part of the discussion that acts as a forum for you, the Auburn fans, to have discussions. And finally, as we close, I want to remind you that here at the E2C Network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?